Well, I won't back down. No, I won't back down. You can stand me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. I'm gonna stand my ground. I won't be turned around. And I keep this world from dragging me down. I'm gonna stand my ground. Hello and welcome to the Talking Yanks pregame show. Thank you very much for joining us. We got game three, the closing matchup of the three-game series. A little Thursday day game action. Yankees going for the sweep. We're going to the game. You excited, Jake? James, Zach, Patreon Sam lurking. You never know. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. You can tell by the tunes. That's always the, you know, you're going into battle. Tom Petty, acoustic. Mm-hmm. Won't back down. This uh, was actually sung by uh, Tim Goodwin. And it's the sixth video in a series of ten. Zach probably hasn't told you this, but we sang that as Dueling Dylans one night. How'd it sound? And, uh, oh, uh, uh, whoa, uh, back down. down. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a karaoke bar. So people got really mad at us. It was just a restaurant? It was just a nice restaurant. Yeah, we just started doing it a cappella, like, kind yeah. of style, no no backing track. Actually, you know what Zach yeah. was playing? What? Uh, cups. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, filled with water to mm-hmm. different levels, mm-hmm. so they make different sounds. The original drum set, yeah. 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 Ben Franklin invented an instrument... Uh, Based off the, the water thing. Is that the theremin? Yeah. Yeah. And then they said that it was uh, demonic. Kind of. Yeah. And that it was, you know, yeah. it sounded like angels crying, and they said it was the devil's music, so it kind of got banned from society. That's science. Yeah. Yeah. And Franklin's such a sick fuck. Well, let's make a musical instrument out of glass. Bored today. Bored is all hell. All right. Well, Yankees got a lineup. How are you doing, Jim? Uh, I'm hurting. I'm mm. not doing well at all. So hopefully it's a nice, fun game we can sit and just watch. When I don't get a lot of sleep, I get uh, keg sores in my mouth. Mm. And I haven't been getting any sleep at all. Like, I'm living on, like, four hours of sleep now. And my mouth is a battlefield. So I can't really swallow. Can't really talk. Mm. Hurts a whole bunch. So that's what I'm going through. It's right here. It's a whole fucking huge one. Didn't you... Uh wasn't that your senior year talent show song? My mouth is a battlefield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, well, I mean, I, you should give the people a little bit. What? I, well, actually, it's like a performance art. What I did was I swallowed uh, a firecracker. Yeah, and then I regurgitated it, lit it live snake a match yeah. off my tooth. You know, like in a cowboy movie. Yeah, lit it, and it's like my mouth is a battlefield into the audience. <laughs> I could see how that might create, um, like, throw problems for you later in life. I tried to sell it to Blue Man Group. I said they weren't ah. interested. Couldn't be less interested. You're, Wasn't blue enough. You're not blue. Yeah. No blueness in this. Blue Man Group. All right. <laughs> All right. What's that lineup looking like, Timbuktu? DJ LeMay is leading off. Giancarlo Stan playing DH. He's playing the DH. He's riding a bike while his teammates play the field. <laughs> 
I play in the bike and batting second. Rides Ju- a bike and takes four at bats. Judge batting third in right field. Gio the Goddard shell a cleanup. Glaber Torres behind him at short. Ford at first. Since Odor is hurt. Hicks in center field. Higgy's catching. Clint in left field. Cole on the bump. Mm. We uh we nailed this on Tuesday's main episode. We said that. Higgy and Clint were going to get the bookends. Gary and Gardner were going to get the middle game. And they did. And I'm fine with it. I don't care. Uh, Good lineup, I guess. You know, Ford kind of. We're waiting for Voight. Voight hit a double in his first step out. Homered yesterday. They say they're not going to push him because of Odor. They're not going to rush Voight because of Odor being injured. But maybe they rush Voight because he just looks good. Yeah, that's where, uh, you know. Uh, sometimes the Yankees can get locked into mindsets and plans. Like, I think Voight, I think he was four for his first six. And yeah. it's like, well, if he's feeling good and yeah. got a couple hits, I don't, <laughs> we can fit him on the but, roster. But, but what's the difference of Voight going to MLB early and struggling for a week before he, like, gets set than having Ford? Can I tell you the difference? Yeah. A better player. Right, it's like if you have even if, if Voight's bad, if you rush Voight, yeah, and he's bad for two weeks, it's not going to be worse than yeah. what Ford's given you. So I mean, I think they're gonna, I think we're going to see him next series, which they get, they kind of hinted at anyway. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, oh my god, what's that? Are you biting it? Yeah, no, I'm. I've a you obviously you want him to be healthy you don't want to rush him you want him to be comfortable sometimes the baseball community has been super soft with that in the past especially the Yankees anyways um yeah i mean if luke voigt feels good and can play 9 inning games uh, i don't know i'm okay with it but whatever we've we'll we'll talk about that in the series recap coming live probably uh 5 p.m. we'll see be at the game, so we'll feel the juices, bring those to the podcast, recording microphones. These very mics, actually. People we'll be sitting that. here. I'm excited. This is what we got the office. This is what we thought we could do. On podcast day, we could just walk over, watch the game, enjoy it, walk right back, be on the mic. And in the postseason, if there's home games, it's exactly our plan to bring that energy, whatever we're feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point of the whole thing is like the, you know, when – when CC says we're being dramatic, or anyone says we're being dramatic, like we literally do the post series, and I make my one minute videos, like as much in those feelings as you can. If we waited to the next morning, it would have a much different sound yeah. to it. But that's the whole thing. So I'm excited to test that out. We'll be back. Uh, I have a what to watch for. Do we do that first? You have a what to watch for. Yeah. Do we skip anything? This goes into like Lance McCullers a little bit. So pitching. But okay, yeah. Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, Alvarez, Guriel, Correa, Teixeira, Cano, and Posada for Houston. Huge. That's wild. I said this on the main episode uh, because Katie Sharp tipped it off. I'm very interested to see how they go about pitching to Higgy mm. and how Higgy reacts because... Uh, Higgy has not had a hit yet on a breaking pitch, and he only has one hit on an off-speed pitch. He's just been absolutely crushing fastballs. Now, the Tigers, they don't care, and they don't give a shit, and they're more just interested in like hitting the goddamn zone than playing to a batter's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. So they didn't do anything about this. 
the Astros in the in the first series, uh, they only gave Higgy. Uh, it was he saw. I had it up. He saw not a lot of fastballs. Um, he saw majority slider and curveballs, and Higgy didn't have a hit. In the that, first game of the series. First game of the series, and he didn't have a a hit in that series. McCullers has a really, really good curveball. What was that face? Some funky stuff on McCullers' baseball savant. He he has a really good uh, curveball and a really good slider uh, combined. Well, I, I don't know how to do the math combined, but the curveball has a um, a one forty three batting average. The slider has a one hundred batting average. Uh, neither have good slugging at all. Now his fastball has been really good this year too. He's having a good season. But I'm interested to see, is Higgy not, not going to see any more fastballs until he proves he can hit a changeup or uh off-speed pitch? When Higgy's the backup catcher and he's getting one at-bat or one game a week, there's not a lot of scouting on him. There's not a lot of, like, this is how you attack this guy. It's just like, hey, this is the backup catcher. Just throw fastballs and get him out. And Higgy's feasted on those. So now that he's the starting catcher, now people are going to have a report on him. And I'm interested to see if McCullers gives him a fastball if Higgy can handle the, the breaking and the off-speed. And this is kind of like the next step for Higgy as he gets this role. So that's what I'm interested in. Yeah. You got a, a premier curveball pitcher going against a guy who has not had a hit yet this season on a curveball. Yeah. So um, one of the reasons I have was taken aback, and I, I'm confident this is a glitch now, um, it had all of McCullers' numbers for the past five years as the top 1% in baseball, which – didn't it seem right? Glitch. Uh, he only has a top in uh, 2016. He was uh, top 8% of the league in Ks. Other than that, he's never been top 10 in any category. I'd never seen that, so I was kind of shocked. Uh, yeah, and we'll see. I mean, at the same time, Higgy is batting 8th today. And, you know, I mean, the Astros, I'm sure their scouting department is all over this, but also, you know, if McCullers has to bang out a couple heaters, you're Usually do that at the bottom of the lineup. So, yeah, interested to see what that does look like, man. Uh, and Lance, I think, uh, you know, a couple things going on in the stadium today. Altuve's B-Day, which the fans have been on him. <laughs> like stink on poop. Mm. And McCullers, which, I mean, just in delicious Houston fashion where – Dusty came out and was talking about how the crowd was, you know, pretty ruthless, especially to Altuve, and, you know, everyone surprised how loud the stadium was, and McCullers comes out with, like, uh, it wasn't that bad, it wasn't that loud. I think the Yankee fans will... Uh, he, he said that? I yeah. didn't see that. Yeah, talking to Yanks put it out there. Um, yeah, he's like, it wasn't that, it wasn't that loud, it wasn't, wasn't that different. Um, so... Yeah, interested to see how the Yankee fans treat him today, especially if he gets in trouble early. And that's, uh, I'd say that's kind of my what to watch for. And it's, I I used the house money equation yesterday for the Yanks versus the Strohs at the table. Um, For today, it's the, um, you know, if, if there's one thing this Houston team likes doing, it's, it's, being the bad guy, or at least most of those guys have leaned into it a little bit, where, you know, they could twist the knife a little bit today. Garrett Cole, uh, who was teammates with some of these guys, if, you know, he's he's kind of our white knight. He, he rides in and he's, you know, the sun is behind him and the hair is flowing and it's beautiful. He's our golden goose. If they could poke him, because, he man, he really hasn't been hit this season. 
you know, they know that that is their way of twisting the knife. Like, that's what Dusty Baker is telling them pregame. Like, you know, you guys can actually really hit him with a shiv on the way out if you get to Cole today. And at the same time, if these Yankees do something early, and I know you've been been harping on that top of the order, and holy Giancarlo, are you kidding me what he's doing right now? If they do it again, I mean, it's over. There's... It, if the Yankees go up two nothing, that's Houston's already on their flight. So, um, yeah, not not a finite guy. I'm zoomed in on. Um, I guess Glaber's still a storyline for me, man. Actually, no, it's not at all. He's been great. Uh, well, the Homer thing because that's that's on his mind a little bit. Um, it's it's Stan Giancarlo. I mean, if you're a baseball fan. Worldwide, what he's been doing for the last ten days—it's the hottest he's ever been personally. And I think there's now becoming stats of like it's the hottest any player. We're getting onto the hottest any players ever been. He, uh, you know, if this was a movie, Jimmy, imagine. Yeah. What'd you just see? No, it's my throat. Okay. It hurts to swallow. You know, there's a couple, there's like a couple heroes trying to save the princess. Mm-hmm. And like, there's the hero that everyone's kind of been rooting for to save the princess. And that's Judge. Lord Farmar. What's his name? Lord Farquaad. And then Stan comes in and he's actually like the brother of Judge. He's like, I'm actually better looking and stronger. Like, if, did Stan come up? I think it was his at bat after the home run. There was runners on base again. I think it was first and third, something like that. Mm-hmm. If he hit another homer there, that would have been like Giancarlo saying, "Like this, this is my team too." You fellas know, like I've got the MVP in the bag. Like you know, Aaron Judge, you're pretty good, man. But like. <laughs> I can be the prince, too, that saves the princess. So I'm watching Giancarlo because if this continues, man, I mean, just so many frustrated uncles punching air. He's been doing, like, really good stuff. Like, uh, like they keep keep shifting on him, and he just hits it the other way. Like, he's not swinging for a home run all the time. He's just hitting the ball hard. Good at best. Dude, that double yesterday, he didn't even follow through. I almost posted the gift, but I didn't, didn't care anymore because it was like, well, Yes Network put, like, a bunch of graphics around it, so it wasn't a clean shot. But he just meets the ball. He just meets the ball, and his follow-through is kind of like, it's almost like a tennis shot, you know, when you kind of just bit. meet the ball, yeah, and then little, you kind of just roll over. forehand. Yeah, you just kind of roll over. That's kind of what he does. It's so bizarre. I guess it's a backhand with the left. Yeah, but you know how they ten- a, his, tennis players like swing, just kind of meet the ball, and it, then it kind of turns over? His swing is like a Russian backhand. Yeah. And his, and his last, and, uh, and Stan's last 32 at-bats. He has 19 hits. It's pretty good. It's a 594 batting average in the last seven games. And by the way, in in our movie from yesterday, where the princes and princesses are doing stuff, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the other prince had a pretty gnarly day yesterday. Oh, Judge? Yeah. Yeah, Judge was, I was going to say him as my what to watch for, but I, the Higgy stuff I had said already, but... Uh, I'm not worried about Judge. Like, Booney said afterwards, like, well, yeah, the results were bad, but the at-bats weren't awful. Yeah, and they didn't I, look lost. And I fully agree with that. I never – it was never like we've seen in the past, and especially this season, we've seen guys step in and, like, you know, well, 
I won't name names. I'll keep vibes positive. Okay. But we've seen guys step in, and you're just like, they have no idea what they're doing. Right. I mean, Judge was one of them earlier in the year when they were just, like, taking fastballs, swinging up bad pitches. Like, Judge's at-bats didn't feel as bad as the result. Like, when I, when it was, like, 0 for 5 with 5Ks, I was like, oh, really? Yeah. It didn't feel like that. So I'm not, I'm not really worried about Judge. But today, if he goes 0 for 5 with 4Ks again, then we are now – Starting to get worried, but I, I, I'm not worried right now. Yeah, Garcia made some really nice pitches against him yesterday, and that's uh. Someone in chat says every at bat was three two. Is that true? I don't know. Um, Remember it feeling like a lot of three two counts. I don't know. I'll if go look into that because that because yeah. if that's the case, that I believe in Zach and Edward, so I'll believe it. The first at bat was one two. Okay. Next at bat was one two. Okay. Next at bat was one two. Okay. Next at bat was one two. And the last step out was 3-2. So. One for five, not bad. One for five was a 3-2 count. Um, I remember saying, like, at least one. Yeah, at least one. Yeah. yeah. The last one. I, I think what it what that would be in the back pocket is we've heard really respected people, like John Smoltz and other, other guys around baseball, they say, like, you know, if you can dot around that corner with Judge, you can get him out. And I think Garcia did that a little bit yesterday. So that's just in a in a very back pocket fear. But we'll call it a bad day at the office. And maybe he homers today, Jimmy. Maybe. Maybe it's three today. Can neither of us take Judge nor Stan today? I believe so. It's kind of a bummer. Pitch, so. Pitching path to victory? Maybe Zach will change the rules by the time we get there. Who knows? Uh... Pitching path to victory today. Garrett Cole. They saved Chad yesterday. I I I think it's Cole to Chad to Chapman if they have their if they have their perfect map. Yeah. Um, which we said yesterday. I thought they might save Chad. He was at twenty one pitches, and there was other guys available. Sessa and Johnny Luizaga pitched yesterday. I love and Sessa, man. I, I I waved him today. Did he wave back? Mm-hmm. I was in the car in front of him. So I looked in my rearview mirror and I saw Luis Sessa, and then in his passenger seat was Johnny Loizaga, mm. and I was like, "Oh, hey!" And then I did the on the steering wheel, two fingers up wave in the mm. rear view, and then he did it back. Nice. Then he leaned in, like, "Who is that?" Right. And then he kind of nudged Loizaga and was like, "I think he said, hey, I think that's John Boy." And then they looked at their phone and then they looked up at me and said, "Oh, hi." Nice. Because Loizaga, he follows us on Instagram, tunes into everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. They're a duo. They're a carpool duo. Cecil look handsome? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's a handsome guy. Uh, someone asked, someone in the office said, like, it's funny that they carpool, but they have to. They can't take Uber. They can't right. take the subway. We heard, we learned that last year that they all have carpool buddies because they, <laughs> otherwise it's just everyone getting their own car. Yeah. Which sucks. All right. Who is it That's today? Right. You got that cute video. It was Geo picked up Glaber this year. Glaber picked yeah. up Geo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know last year it was like Canely, Voight. No, no, Voight, Holder, and Chad were carpool buddies last year, which is great. Yeah. Uh, I think they might use Litke for an out here in that lane again. He didn't pitch yesterday. So, like, if they want to go call to uh, Litke before they hand it to Chad and Chapman, uh, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Whereas Wandy pitched two days in a row, so they're not going to go to Wandy. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, they might get Wilson the work instead of Litke. Wilson hasn't pitched in a game in four days, um, which I know is... So hold up then. If they don't use him, 
I think we've officially kind of, and they use Litke over him here in a lefty lane. Yeah. I think we can say, ooh. Right now ahead. Right now, they they did have Wilson. They did have him up in the pen last night if they got a four-run lead in the ninth. They had Wilson pitching, uh, throwing next to Chapman. Uh, but yeah, I think if we're being honest with ourselves, I mean, I think it's I think it's Garrett Chad Chappie. If I would if, hope, but and if if this game gets funky at all, if the Yankees, let's say the Yankees blow them out, this is a Yankees podcast. Uh, you have King and Abreu to burn bullets, which is one of the Yankees' favorite pastimes when they can. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. If they need to bridge the gap, so I think we know that Ch- if it's a close game, Chapman and Chad will be the back end. Uh, if they need to bridge a gap between Cole and Chad, I'm interested. Okay. If they use Wilson or Litke, and I'm guessing that they they use Litke and not Wilson, but um, how about Wandy yesterday? Over the head first pitch. Wasn't a fan of that. I don't think it was intentional. Me neither. But it was. But <laughs> but, but the same yeah. thing. Don't don't do yeah. that, man. And yeah. then he did get he did come through. Two zero. Wasn't near the zone. Well, and he dealt with that and then fake struck foul him out twice. Yeah. Did you like what Boone said to yeah. the ump there? It's kind of tough for Gary, but kinda, but Gary didn't say anything. Yeah. Maybe they thought it was tipped. I don't know. I think you're both. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're if, if you you're wrong and he's wrong, you're both wrong. Like, Classic argument. Pretty tough for the umpire. Like, imagine if you're a high school coach and you're like, even your catcher. Yeah. Knows that in the high school. I'm just like, our catcher's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I want to let trust. Him trust me. You yeah. don't want him on your side. You've just okay. lost. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you go to like a, you bring your girlfriend to the family barbecue and she sides with the the wrong uh, aunt or uncle and you're like, oh, no, 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 yeah. no, you don't. You, you, maybe she's right in this yeah. one argument, yeah. but it's just you can't be on that side right now. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Um, all right. Homer draft, it's the Homer draft. Jake tied it up yesterday with a home run from Stanton, so the series is tied. You got a one Stanton home run. I got one Stanton home run. It was a good pick. You you were debating saving him for this game three. I think he hits one today. Yeah, but you got one already, so you're good. What if he hits two today? Then that's uh, unfortunate. Yeah. So, uh, I have first pick here. I cannot take Judge, Hicks, or Stanton. Uh, Jake has already taken DJ LeMayhew, so if I do want DJ, I shouldn't take him right now. Um, I don't know why it's so weird how I can't think unless I have all the names in front of me. So, let's see. I think you could take Ford, and maybe that's it. Well, if Higgy's still a legal pick, my options are DJ, Clint, Ford, Glaber, Geo. I'll take Geo with my first pick. It's a good pick. I'll take Geo with my. He hasn't, he hasn't uh, roped one in a while, or maybe he has. I don't Ooh. remember. Gary got good wood on that first pitch last night. Gary, that thing's out in 2019. Geo had a close one to right center. I, d- I think it was the first game. Okay. Yeah, he I like that. Sterling thought it was going to be a home run for a second, but it wasn't. Kay's thought a lot. I think we are seeing some side effects of the the ball now. There's been a couple where, like, I thought Gary's was gone yesterday, and then it wasn't. And mm. I mean, Jock Peterson pimped a ball that was like 15 feet short of the wall last night in the Cubs game. 
So I'm taking Geo. Three no hitters. Um, it's a good pick, Jimmy. Four if you count Mad Bum. Four if you count Mad Bum. Um, I think what I'm going to do, I've taken Judge, Clint, DJ, and Stanton. Go Hicks and Glaber. You won't. I mean, that's what it's looking like. Um, cause Zach won't lift the Higgy ban. Um, is today like a weird 40 day? Does he bump into one with McCullers? He's still upset about that outside pitch that he... Three can, hits, two home runs. He's actually, he's hit like two nice fly balls. He's really good at that. I, maybe, uh, uh, it's a little bit like, uh, you know, a little bit of chicken fried. You got to earn it type, which a lot of people don't like that mentality, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of do agree with it sometimes. And Ford, you can't argue about close calls in the manner you did yesterday. Yeah. You just, I mean, it's we've had this topic on talking baseball and stuff. Like, it's just the 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 rest of the team can't defend you on that. The optics, yeah, are bad. Like it was a ball, yeah. But, um, forty. Like that's McCullers. McCullers gets Glaber out, and then he goes to sleep against Ford, and he gets one. Um, at this point, if you don't take Ford, and he pops one, you'll Glaber and Hicks. Seems like that was what it was, and I'm gonna to go Geo and DJ LeMahieu. Sometimes these these game threes kind of they're there for you, they especially the with the Higgy ban. I think I'm gonna regret the Ford. You might regret the Ford. I think so. Okay, He's hit a couple good fly balls lately. Ooh, what do you think the over under is today? You have two premier pitchers. The last time we had two good pitchers with Glass now and Cole was that the matchup? Didn't they didn't they drop it all the way down to six and a half? That but was six and a half. The Yankees sucked. Yankees sucked. Glass now was looking incredible. Full glass. I, yeah, I I think they're going to go to seven and a half because that's where you really get um more people taking the over. I think if they set it at eight, I think the un like you know they want fifty, they want money on both sides, fifty percent on both sides. And I think Vegas gets that at seven and a half more so than at eight, where I think everyone takes the under. See, I normally like being a half point high, and I think a half point high today would be seven and a half. So I'd, I'll throw the seven out there then. Well, you, you would throw eight out there then. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. So you I, think it's six and a half? No, I would want to put seven and a half. I think seven is probably right, but you're normally right. So I'll take the seven today. Okay, I think it's seven and a half. Yeah. Seven and a half. Me and Vegas got the same brain. Yeah. You go eight, you're probably getting 70% of people on the under. You go seven and a half, you're probably going 50-50. Got to get, gotta get some picks right, though. You're starting to slow down on the I know. Under. I'm a 500. Oh, I'm 0 for 3 now. Losing money on the VIG. Why didn't they go over yesterday? What was the final score? 6-3. I was nine. Nine, nine and, and a half. half. Fuck. Me and Vegas with the same brain. Um, Shit, man. Day game after a night game. Sunday getaway day. What's Astro's schedule? Oh, I like that. Jim. Are they traveling? Do they have a long flight today? Or do they have a short train ride somewhere close? Oh, they're going down to Florida? Florida. Oh, but they have an eight ten game tomorrow night uh, in Dunedin. 
So I don't think they're too worried about not getting out rushing. of town. They're not rushing out of town. Um, and the Yankees, do they have one more at home? Yeah, they had three. Three, three against the Nats. So they're staying. So the Yankees don't give a fuck about getting out of town today. I think I'm going to go under, man. Last time we saw a day game, uh, a getaway day game, Kluber just, like, dominated, and and the bats got a couple runs and and let it be. Um, I can see this being a 3-1, 3-0 game. And and it not feeling like that. That's kind of how day games go. It's like, you know, it can be a close game, but it will never really feel like that. Um, Even 5-1 is what someone just said in the chat. That would be... The under still. So, yeah, I'm going to go under today. Yeah, I, I guess the... This game goes over if the Yankees get to McCullers and Astros Don't. basically punt the rest of the series. Yeah. So that's... What's their bullpen usage been that? That's what I'm kind of unsure about because their bullpen right now isn't isn't the strength of their team. Um, I mean, I believe in Garrett, obviously to the umpteenth degree, and Chad and Chappie. They they used some guys they liked yesterday because it was a close game for a little. Yeah, right. They used um, Ryan Stanek. And they used Brooks Raley. They haven't used Presley yet, so if they just want to get him action, you might see him in the close game. Uh, Kent Emanuel got up yesterday. They didn't use him. It feels like the under. We're going to be in the building, though, and, like, like, we could probably push a couple across. I don't know. Like, if the guys hear us. I don't know if I can yell. My voice hurts. If, uh, if we say, like, uh. Try your hardest. Get a win this pitch. I'll go under with you, Jim. Okay. I think that's the pick. Under. We're both on the under. But we forgot to ask Zach, and I when I say we, I forgot to ask Zach whose home run picks he liked the most. Geo and DJ for me, Glaber and Hicks for Jake. Glaber hasn't homered on the year yet. Yeah, I really like the Geo pick. Okay. Mm. Lean in Jimmy. You know if this sounds so yeah. sad about it. I like the geo you, pick as well. I like that you sounded sad about it. Okay. Okay. Well, then I liked it because it was nice of you. We come back around. Does yeah. Does DJ have homers this year? He's like one. One. Yeah. yeah. One. And Glaber zero. Guardy zero. And Wade zero. I wrote down a note. You have a note yesterday about. DJ LeMayhew. What was your note, man? You'll have to tune into the podcast to hear about it. Oh, pod, 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 the pod, biz. Pockdast. That's, what did you say? Pockdast. Spell it. P-O-C-D-A-S-T. Okay, hyphen in the middle. If you want. It's like an either order thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, no rules. Uh, spelling is arbitrary. Like everyone. How nuts is it that some people dedicate their <laughs> lives... <laughs> So you'll dedicate their lives to correcting spelling and grammar yeah. when it's the most arbitrary thing in the world. Yeah. If you understand what people say, you understood what people Figured said. It out. It don't, don't matter. None of it matters. Yeah, you know? that first time you see that sentence, like where all the words are spelled besides wrong. The, besides the first and the last, you but you can read out. it yeah. perfectly. It's like, oh, spelling doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Anyone that spends a lot of time and effort 
making sure they spell things correctly and other people spend spell things correctly are wasting a lot of their day. And that's really arbitrary. Same with math. See, that's where I was joking because math actually does matter and I wish I was good at it. But I'm right. not. Spelling, I could care less about. Uh, premonition? Ooh, premos. So, dude, I thought mine, I was like when Guardy got on first base yesterday and then DJ was up. Here we go. I was like, come on, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. But then DJ walked and then Guardy scored from second, which is not what I said was going to happen. I mean, he was on first at one point. Yeah, he did. He was on first and then he scored. So, I mean, what are we really doing here? Um, Premonition... Premonition, what will you tell me? Premonition, premonition. Premonition, premonition. Okay. Oh. Oh. To the. To the. What? Um. Ooh. Oh, I, see I a saw color one. And an emotion. Oh. Yeah. Red and hunger? No. Green. And cold. It was like a dark blue. What's yours? Hmm. Mine was that coal and an Astros batter have a weird exchange. Ooh, okay. Either before the at-bat or okay. after the bat where everyone's kind of like, what? What were they saying to each other? Mm. I think it was friendly. They're just joking. Mm. Like, what? You know, it was the first time he's seen him. He didn't pitch against right. them last year since uh, being on the team with them, but it's not—it's not clear what it is. Mm. But Cole's so in the zone, he usually doesn't talk to batters at all, so it would feel a little weird in general. Just like a weird, okay, yeah, a weird Cole exchange. Yeah, I'm just seeing that like that dark blue color. Samuel Mooney in the chat said literally copy editing documents while listening to you guys. Gut punch. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Some some stuff should be readable. In certain forums, it matters. Yeah. On social media or No, it just shouldn't books be books and like lawyer documents. It just shouldn't be minus points. Like if you have a business meeting and you give a Here's here's the three pages that you pass around, and like if there's a spelling error, like that's kind of like whoa, were these guys not prepared? You really didn't put a lot of effort this, did you? It's like kind of did. Well, Twitter, Twitter mostly. If you spend your time correcting spelling on Twitter, like you are wasting your time. Did you understood what I said? What do you think the dark blue color means? I look at the light and I look just to the left of it. And I just see like a swirling dark blue Dark energy. blue, dark blue. Have you ever been alone in a crowded room? Any idea, Zach? It's funny you said that because I saw um, a color as well in a premonition. Um, but see, I saw your blue in my vision, but mm-hmm. my blue was like a shade darker than that blue. That's what Guys, I've Googled what does dark blue mean, yeah. and we'll figure this out. Yeah. What does dark blue symbolize? Dark blue symbolizes integ- integ- integrity. Okay. Knowledge. Yeah. Power and seriousness. Okay, so maybe Did you just uh Did you just describe Garrett Cole? 
Sans maybe the integrity if you care yeah, about maybe it, maybe it's Cole, maybe it's uh like maybe Judge like tells a fan today to like chill out a little bit. Like there's just one asshole who just doesn't get it, who's like not chanting, he's just doing his own thing and being rude and, and judge, like, judge just turns to him and he's like, No. Like we're the Yankees. Put your pants back on, Jake. Okay. Jake Sanderson. How about Jacob DeGrom having everyone call him Jacob DeGrom when he goes by Jake? Yeah. Well, you know, Jake sucks. Ah, he's pretty good. That's the whole that's the rub, as you as you'd like to say. That's why he doesn't go by Jake. He wants to distance himself from Jake's, but he'll allow people to call him that in person. Okay. You think people call him Grom? Gromit? Only surfers. It's an insult. Can't call someone a Grom. We didn't say Gromit. Well, you can't call... I mean, you know, where's where's DeGrom from? No idea. Is he from a coastline? He went to college in Florida. Stetson University. Yeah, he's from (laughs) DeLand... The land, the land, the land. It's from the land, Florida. They should change that town to Degrom. That's pretty fun. The land and Degrom, right? Um, let me see. Is this on the? Uh, is this close to water though? Not really. I lost my straw on the way in, so I'm using this damn sucker straw to get to the bottom. I've got to like have it all the way down. That sucks. You know, he's kind of close to Daytona Beach. That's not where I picture Degrom from. He's half hour from Daytona Beach. So, yeah, I don't know if he likes being called Grom, if he's, you know, around the surfer community. And that's that. That's the show. Check out our social medias. We'll put out some content. Yeah, the game. We're going to the game. We're going to be in section uh, 176. We're not going to be. I don't even. I, I was trying to come up with a section that's not real. I don't think that's a section. Yeah, I was trying to come up with a fake section. I think that was a good Yankee yeah. Stadium non-section. Okay. I'm pretty sure also people would be looking for be. that and be like, "Where is it? Let's see." <laughs> Yankee, Yankee Stadium Stadium seating <laughs> chart. Is there? A, is there a 176? I don't think it goes that high. I was trying to name one yeah. that doesn't exist. I think you're good. I think you're good. Okay. Yeah, it looks like it goes up to the 30s. I saw the yeah. joke. That's probably the number I would have went with, too. Yeah, it goes to the 30s. There's 438 and, and 238. I think that's the highest it goes. So, yeah, there's no whatever I said. We are in a section, but I don't know if we're going to be committed to sitting in that section, so I'm not going to say it. Could if you, you see uh, us at the game, say hi. Yeah, say we don't, hi. We like when people maybe say hi. Maybe a quick pick. Do, yeah. uh, can you take us out with maybe a uh, acoustic version of Dark Blue? You want me to sing it or? If you want, we'll never stop you. Dark Blue. No, I'll find one. Saw them live at UConn 2009 or 2010. You almost said 2019. I know that's not right. Yeah. Wasn't that? Um, Um, It was, who sings that song? Jack's Mannequin. Jack's Mannequin opening up for Kid Cudi. One of the worst concerts I've ever been to. Really? And I was so excited. Wow. I love Kid Cudi's album, but it seems like it wouldn't be a great 
his concert. performance was a disaster. He did like four songs, and it, it was seems like a lot awful, like the type of music where you're like, I don't think that translates audio. to a stage. It's bad audio. I like Cuddy too, so that's upsetting. I do too. Yeah. It was just very much like, but it was probably an outdoor venue. I'm right? doing a college. No, it was in Gamble. Oh. It was just very much a college concert, like, didn't care, like, probably got paid by the student union and yeah. was in and out. Like, I don't think it was part of his tour. Like when we that. saw Trey Songs. Yes. DJ Yup! My buddy that went to Fairfield, he said Ludacris did a show there, and he said, like, 90% of the time, he just hyped up the crowd <laughs> to do, like, which side was louder. The whole time. <laughs> he, said, like, he said, like, most of the concert would be like, right side! That's a skit that BBD loves. That's a, uh... Is it's that, based a, off is that, that a Tim Robinson? It's a thing? Tim Robinson skit yeah. that BBD loves. Yeah. Where the Pointer Brothers. Yeah, yeah. They just go on stage and they just point at people. Yeah. The whole thing. It's the yeah. whole thing. They just point. Yeah. He just did a left, middle, and right, which section was louder for most of the concert. That's great. Yeah, Trey Song's <laughs> DJ's name is DJ Yup. It's great. Conditions, so always <laughs> <laughs> to call. 